Aloha, everyone, stewards of the land, humanitarians, and solutionists. Welcome to another episode of A Dose of Positivity, where I have the privilege and the honor to interview passionate change makers, thought leaders, social and environmental innovators, and wellness professionals. Oh, and I got a treat for you today. The topic for our show is the world is changing, but that's a good thing. Living during humanity's greatest evolutionary leap is happening. And with my special guest, Dr. Allison JK, we are going to have a great discussion. But before we get started, I wanted to remind everybody that this is a live broadcast. We welcome your comments, your feedback, your questions in the chat. We get back to every single one of you. And if you're listening to the replay, we really appreciate you subscribing to either our email, our uh, YouTube or uh, podcast channels, which we'll put in the chat so you can listen to the replays. We so appreciate all of you who keep coming back uh, week after week and uh, sharing sharing this message of positivity around the world. We really- that breeze. Yeah, do you hear the breeze? See it, yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Blessings wafting in. Blessings <laughs> walking in. Blessings. So- <laughs> well, listen, uh, that was the, we're having a windstorm right now, and that's why I'm inside. So, um, but while people are waiting to come into the room, Allison, what, it, what I usually do is I read something from one of my books, a dose, uh, this is Living Like the Future Matters, uh, this will, but I'm going to invite you to read something, just maybe a page or something that goes to our topic of today, the world is changing. But that's a good thing, right? Living during humanity's greatest evolutionary leap. Um, if you would like to just read something, and then we're going to dive right into this interview. And um, welcome, everyone. Welcome, everybody. And thank you, uh, Dr. Allison, for being here and, and sharing your brilliance with us today. Oh, I'm happy to be here. And thanks, all you people. Look at you all coming in. Oh, look at all you, you know, lovely beings. Th- and then, and then after you do do that, because everybody is coming in right now, I do want to make sure. Uh, maybe, maybe what I should do right now, real quick, because our we do have a lot of people in the house. Before you do start reading, let me let me give you the proper introduce introduction that you deserve. And I know some people on here already know you, and 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 um, we're so wel- welcoming you into the soul to soul tribe as well. So. Um, Allison is a PhD and she is a multiple time number one international best-selling author okay she in, including uh, her latest book the dragon master um, conversations with a female spiritual teacher from the New York Times released in late uh, January of 2021 Allison is also an award-winning master mind body energy medicine facilitator and she's a been a teacher for more than 25 years you wouldn't know by looking at how beautiful and youthful she looks <laughs> and a world traveler who's lived and worked at an international school in Asia for 10 years um, while also performing energy medicine and holistic wellness coaching sessions for clients on the side there and also worldwide as she continues to study at the source of subtle, subtle energy systems and consciousness, okay? During her experience in Asia, Allison completed her PhD as a holistic life coach, and she continued fiercely studying Buddhism and Buddhist meditation. 
while also learning and eventually teaching Qigong and receiving traditional Chinese and other Asian holistic treatments many times per week. So she is tuned in. Yoga teacher right. in India. Yeah, so cool. Prior to returning home, Dr. Allison went to India. She became a Yoga Alliance certified yogi and meditation teacher. And this took her place when um, all this took place while both as an administrator, administrator and a classroom teacher, a most noble, noble thing to be. Teaching English and literature, AP psychology, and a course she created called Global Psychology that combines, combines both the East and the West psychology and uh, methodologies. So this is super cool. And in addition to that, I just want to share this with you. This is what I really want to tap in today. Um, Dr. Allison, she created this vibrational upgrade TM system. And after spending all those years in Asia, studying subtle energy, um, this system has presented the, with some of you who are already on the call, right? Did I say it wrong? Subtle, subtle. It was fun to watch your mouth do that. excited, the energy is running through you. Yeah, well, her system presents the intersection of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it applies to cultural vitality, health, longevity, and overall well-being, and leads to reaching one's fullest potential. So, everybody, I am so excited to welcome this girl, this beautiful woman. I call you a girl. So, um, we we can either jump right into the interview, but do you have something a brief there that you'd like to read from your latest book or one of your books that um. will? tune to yeah. the topic of today because i flipped to the right page um so Ooh. it's called the dragon master creatrix conversations with the female spiritual teacher for these new times and it's based on the retreats when i take when my students meet me over in and some of them are here who've been with me in glastonbury uk and in other parts of england where we go to the ancient sites and so uh, it's partially fictionalized at the end of each chapter there's q a with actual questions my masterminders have asked me this question here is Julie Garland said it's better to, so this is an actual student asking me this question. Judy Garland said it's better to be a first-rate version of yourself, not a second-rate version of someone else. What is your definition, Dr. Allison, of authenticity and presence, and why is it important, if it is? So now my response to that student's question is, I remember when I came back from Asia and I started to see the trends here. So this is 2010 when I came back. I remember when I came back from Asia and I started to see the trends here in the US about people talking about authenticity. I have no ability to be other than authentic. So I didn't understand it at first. When I have gone, where I have gone in understanding what people mean by that, when they have said it to me in order for me to be able to serve them, I've learned, I've leaned into the energy of what they're asking for. And what I understand is that if you even have to talk about authenticity, you come from a world of lying to and hiding from yourself. I remember a really strong awareness I have that's related here. It's also what leads to, in part, where I said in my second book, I had been seeing so much that the throat chakra is becoming the one to focus on, in part as the one directly north of the heart. And remember, I've come to call this the heart chakra and the fifth chakra, the creator's channel. Yes, because of the fifth chakra containing the aspects of courage to choose and choices being made from the throat chakra, this includes also seeing possibilities that you have loads of choice rather than limitations mostly, where your neck ends up stiff from feeling limited in choices. 
instead. These are the higher levels of the throat chakra. I feel like the throat chakra has come on board now in such a way that has me calling it the second power center now for these times, where it always traditionally has been the solar plexus as the sole power center in the chakra column. I'm gonna stop there. So beautiful. All my chakras are lit up like a holiday, the holiday spirit and really, really appreciate you reading that. And I could tell by the expressions on everybody who's on the call on video that they absorb that and soak that in and are feeling that in their chakras. And I just want to remind everybody because a lot of new people came on. That's Sadie, my 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 little bitch. She's actually is a bitch, so I can say that. Um, so uh, she's feeling she's feeling the energy and the good vibes um, that you're all bringing. Respond to me. Mm -hmm. Funny. Hi, Sadie. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll meet Sadie after the call if you guys want to meet her. She's she's beautiful. Um, yeah, and I want to remind you guys, we are live streamed and that your comments and your questions, anything you want to have, this is a beautiful opportunity for you to ask anything um, of Dr. Allison, and we're just honored to have you in the house. So I'm going to start is with you. Um, what is it that, why is it that you say we're living in humanity's greatest evolutionary leap? I mean, you I'm going to answer this really flippantly, so pardon me at first, but look around. Mm -hmm. I think it's really obvious. I mean, yeah. yeah. So why I say that more formally to actually answer your question, mm -hmm. uh, and, and forgive me, those of you who have heard this before who are with me, um, 2011, I got asked by Voice America to do a radio show on about the Mayan Galactic Alignment that was coming up at that time on December 21st, 2012. Now, I had been taking uh, clients of mine on VIP private tours to the Mayan ruins because I live on the west coast of Florida. So I'm just a hop over the Gulf of Mexico and the Yucatan's right there with a load of the Mayan ruins. And the, in Chichen Itza, that's the site where they actually created the Mayan calendar that predicted from that observatory there for astronomy. And they're just incredible with numbers and astrological understandings. And they understood that December 21st, 2012 was the end of a 26,000 year era, as well as the end of a 260,000 year bigger cycle. But I hadn't been doing anything public facing about the Mayans. And yet Voice America reached out to me and asked me to talk about this and have a radio show based on it. So I said, give me 24 or 48 hours. I listened to my intuition. It was a huge yes. I did it for two and a half years, having all sorts of experts on. I also did my own listening under the stars every night, my own channeling and interpretation. And research. And one of the things I learned was that in the yogic culture, Yogi Bhajan also talked about the change of one yuga in 2012 to another yuga, which is the Sanskrit word for era. Then the professional astrologers talk about the end of the age of Pisces, and now we're entering the age of Aquarius. So much so steeped with so many different experts about this time in what 2012 marked. I ended up on a cruise as one of the experts uh, from Florida to Chichen Itza with a Mayan shaman. We got special permission. We all had to dress in white with a Mayan shaman right at Chichen Itza doing special sacred ceremony on December 21st, 2012. It was cool. I was there. I had been there just the year before taking one of my clients on a VIP retreat. I was barefoot in 2011 there at Chichen Itza and the ground wasn't reacting. But on December 21st, 2012, I was barefoot. The ground was totally electric. Mm -hmm film, TV film crews all around. I was seen apparently as far away as Poland. And I say that because it was a big deal. So what I understand is 2012 to 2032, it's a 20 year window. 
and it was our greatest evolutionary leap ever. And the first 10 years were about crumbling everything that was out of alignment with a higher, a higher spiritual properness to it individually and collectively. And so it's rippling through our financial world. It's rippling through our educational world, our healthcare system globally, not one country globally. Um, that's why you're seeing, you, we've seen marches in Chile. We've seen marches in um, another Eastern European country. I'm not, I can't remember the name of right now that has never really had marches and it had a march. There's just voices being heard, people rising up, changes needed. And anything that's been a lie, anything that's been out of alignment has to fall away and become something in alignment. So the Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter, all, all of that was a part of this grand change, as is the um, rebalancing of the masculine and the feminine, which in some ways shows up as um, people not claiming which gender, but going the androgynous route, which is actually, in the bigger perspective, the rebalancing of the masculine and the feminine and having a good balance and not identifying solely with either one. So there's always this mountaintop, or what I call satellite perspective of these times we're in. And the first 10 years were about purging. And COVID was a part of that because it, from my understanding, not enough people had done work on dismantling, meaning purifying their egoic self, the ego mind is what we call it in Buddhism, the thinking mind that we observe in meditation because it's the part of us that the personality is attached to and the thoughts generated from there. And those are only the thoughts we hear. That ego mind typically needs for the masses, not for the majority of you all here by any means, but for the masses, typically it needs crisis to cause a reason for somebody to crack out of their day-to-day -day life that is the status quo that they're used to living. Otherwise, they won't reach for something beyond the everyday persona and we're meant to be now. And in fact, one of the major rebalances that is happening is between the material and the spiritual. So where it may have been separate and on Sundays you tithe, for example, or you go to your meditation group or you do your spiritual work or you go to yoga class on Wednesday night, but then you turn around and just, you know, have fights with the people around you and you like, and you're broke and you're don't, you're not moving a lot. You're not eating healthy. That separation between spirituality and the physical is really one of the main things that's coming back to the balance. And it's had me unexpectedly, again, another synchronistic piece of guidance that the universe was asking me to be a chess piece for become incredibly proficient at money clearings to really bring in a sense of wealth into the spiritual community and folks who are dry of the spirituality, but really doing well in the wealth, bring in more of that spirituality. So from both ends of the spectrum, I've been working. So there's more to it, but in this second patch of the 20 year window is now our building time. The first part was destruction. This is construction. And we make our choices that construct our lives using primarily our throat chakra. And the more we make mindful, conscious choices, not from the unconscious and subconscious where it just repeats and repeats habitually and we're only using like five to 15% of our capacity at the frontal lobe, but we're instead having way more mindfulness and able to make choices in the moment that will lead to even more alignment even more balance, even more living up to our potential. That's what we're building now, individually and collectively. 
as we build towards 2032 for the new golden era. And it is, it's people don't have that perspective typically and they just get caught up in the, what's crumbling in the changing and in the chaos rather than riding it like a surfer. Yeah, well, I just really appreciate you sharing that. And um, I don't know if you know about Bioneers and Kenny Archibald, um, I'll put the link in there. He, he did an incredible nine part series. I think it was nine parts where he was talking about how the planets Uranus is aligned. I think it was with Pluto and it really documents many of the things that Dr. Allison just talked about where he did tremendous amount of research on that. And, um, I, I want to make sure you guys all, all get that because it really supports what what you're saying and it's so great like uh, all of us here who are on this call today like you were saying we put our feet on that when you put your feet on the ground that energy on December 21st when it, 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 it's there's that we are energy it connects all of us all of us beings together and like a pebble in a still pond our intentions reverberate and while you were doing your work i uh, during all of this too in my book um living like the future matters um it's called the evolution of a soul to soul entrepreneur um i don't talk so much into the metaphysical part of it but more the practical things like the digging deeper of looking at what's happening right now behind the scenes and i think when we all start to think about who we're listening to and what is our truth when we tap into the closer we get to nature the closer we get to our true nature first of all spending time in nature really helps you us all realize that a lot of this other stuff is it's just this man-made construct it's when we put our feet on the ground like you were saying Allison and 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 getting in touch with what we know what is right what are the solutions what are those soul solutions those cures those conscious cures that work for for us to unite each other in such a way that we get beyond what the media and what what all of this stuff's hitting us and bombarding us everywhere and is this the worst time in history i say not i'm not in line at the gas chambers right now. I'm not waiting to get hung by the Ku Klux Klan. You know, I'm not trying to hop over a wall in Germany. And we have to put things in perspective if we we don't have to do anything. But when we start putting things in perspective and we we start really um, opening up our chakras, like you were saying, instead of what the industrial complex, whether it's food, pharmaceutical seeds, that whole connection that's stripping us of our, our, our dignity. And that's why tuning into what you're saying right now and um, what all of us share on this call, we're, we're the warriors out there. We're the stewards, the humanitarians going out to get through these challenging times. And um, let people no, this like people are like so medicated right so they, they can't think think for themselves and this is a really sad sad reality so when you when you think about everything you 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 just shared with us there during these challenging times what what do you feel allison are the best perspectives 
for all of us to have. Like for me, it's going out into nature, tuning in to to the systems and cycles of of nature and realizing that we are nature. So I'd love for you to just this this is your time to to, to take it away and share some positivity with all these beautiful people on on the call. What is the best perspective to have right now? Well, you talked about the um, bioneering and the examination of what Uranus is doing, particularly with Pluto. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then there's also, there's a, a, I have been tracking and I wrote about this more in my third book, Reasonable Dragons, which is the book that's on available on Audible of my four. This is the one that's on Audible that people have just been loving. And I tracked the NASA, for example, has been listing different um, astrological alignments and it tracked like the star of Bethlehem. And that hasn't happened since Christ was born. The arrangement's the same in the sky as the way it was when Christ was born. Um, Wall Street Journal, within the last six months, I had uh, during a full moon cycle, it was one of these three super moons where today is the day of yeah. a full moon. It is the third super full moon in a row. We are still in the Lion's Gate portal and Lion's Gate portal doesn't close until the end of Sunday. This is the most beautiful Lion's Gate I have ever seen. Nice. So I have looked to the stars to understand, man, there really is a mandate that we spiritualize our physicality. And so when you said, you, you did a division and, and you said, I when you're talking about your books and you, you said, I don't focus on the metaphysical as much as I focus on the practical. And this is one of the things that will help the most, that division that I was talking about, our ego minds. I've studied and taught meditation in my own mind and tons of people, all ages, both genders, different cultures. And the mind is the mind, the ego mind, as it's presented in Buddhist teachings, which is what yoga is yoga is eight limbs one of the limbs is the postures we do at yoga studios in the west and five of the eight limbs for the yogic path are about working with your mind and so in understanding that no matter the culture i mean there's conditioning that changes and then there's imprints from parents that make each mind individual there are reliable predictable consistent behaviors of the mind and one of them that we're coming out of is that duality seeing things as either black or white in that separating. And one of the things that would help the most is to see that the prefix meta in metaphysical means beyond. Right. So it's looking at life as the physical showing up here in the front and what's going on in here and in the back of the house consciousness and that then therefore commands the way it does or does not distribute throughout my entire system is what is creating the physical and to shift dimensions 3d 4d 5d beyond 5d it's not like i need to travel somewhere or i need to move the fourth dimension's right here the fifth dimension's right here it's a matter of the expansion of your consciousness and when you're ready there's a story uh, three rabbis went into a room and the divine presence was there. One died, one went crazy, one got enlightened. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on like where you're at in your process. And I know I can use the meme surrender. Yeah. For somebody who's just beginning, they see it one way. And for somebody else who's like in the midst of learning how to follow through and take action, they see the 
surrender word as like they apply it in at that stage and in fact it's probably not good for them as they're learning to stop self-sabotaging and procrastinating and expecting failure and instead they're learning how to trust and step out and take action and follow through they don't need to surrender they need to actually take more action so there's different stages to this path and i feel like since we've been a spiritual marketplace and it's become so convoluted people have become saturated to a degree and have difficulty sorting to a degree. But then there's those of you who are here, those of you who are, I wanna say, especially those of you who are with me, and I don't mean not, I don't mean to divide tribes, I'm just mean, I know you, and I, I, I know where we're at in the tribe of vibrational upgrade. And that's why I say, I feel like we're aware of the capacity to trip ourselves up. And we're aware that we're not naive enough to expect one clearing to magically make our income triple. Although we could get a raise and it could do some raise, but the naivete with which many approach the law of attraction or the spiritual marketplace is not here because you all have been on the path a lot longer. I tend to work with people who have been doing this for decades. And at this stage, at this point, it's what you said, Donna, we are on the forefront. We are the leaders. We are the boots on the ground. And we, you also talked about the, uh, I'm going to use my words here, the uh, paraphrase. <laughs> I'm going to use my words. <laughs> use all words. <laughs> the power the paraphrasing of like even let me give this example to lead into it outside two hours ago hour ago after five i was feeling an increasing freedom in front of my chest oh it's thursday people know they only have one more day of the work week literally tangibly could feel it so there is a sense that the collective is moving through yes they're putting it and, and we're not the collective, although we are influenced and can feel and can perceive the collective. So one of the most important things I've been saying for years is clear that energy field like you brush those teeth with that regularity. Mm -hmm. And also be aware of when you step into a certain environment, do your thoughts all of a sudden become different and focused on a certain theme or have a certain tone? Or when you leave somebody, are you higher? Or are you lower? Like this invisible language of energy is our first language. And we live in the United States anyway, in a very masculine, young, dominant culture still. And, and the valuing is just beginning of what subtle energy actually does. Whereas living in Asia, that's the primary, the physical secondary, the, the subtle energy is what's the most important. And you honor that energy before yeah. you even honor the physical. So we're in a time of flux right now, and there's a lot of influence from the collective. And one of those influences that happens for, I've seen people use the term light workers. I don't tend to use that word, um, but of this people that would show up to something like this, um, there's anger, you know, and it's whether it's over the food industry and the pollutants, or it's over the farming and agribusiness, or it's over the pharmaceutical industry and its pollutants, or it's over, you know, the religious formal institutions or politics. There's so, or what's happening to our mama earth. There is so much to be angry about. I was on a live stream with a person, um, a trusted colleague of mine, and there were all of these people. Angsting out. Her, well, no, her audio was so um, poor at first. Everybody was complaining and, and redundantly so. And it was obvious nobody could really hear the audio well because there was everybody talking about it. So I put in there, hey, 
if you weren't focusing on the problem, what might you actually hear? Mm -hmm. And you guys are used to me talking like that because my first book's title is What If There's Nothing Wrong? The point being is that we could either understand that we are in the most intense or we are in the most auspicious times right now because yes. we have all these new possibilities to choose from opening up because accompanying the intensity is the requisite support. Yes. I love this. I love your energy. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I got it. I wasn't going to do this. I usually don't do this on my thing, but there's so many new people. You guys, this was my book that I wrote during the pandemic. It's called Conscious Cures Solutions for 21st Century Pandemics. And I go into all the, the crisis and all the crap and all the, you know, blaming, uh, blame the blame game that's happening. But basically what I talk about is the root cause of the health pandemic. I look at the, I address the, the, the true causes, the other pandemics, which are global. And I start with the environmental pandemic because without the environment, we don't have any pandemics. And then I get into political, economic, food and drug, fear, media, conspiracy, and inequality, which goes back to Alison, what you were talking about, this do this whole thing with the duality, the male, the feminine, the fat, mas, feminine, the masculinity, and also looking at this, the, the greatest time in history. This is the greatest <laughs> time to be alive. This is the most auspicious time for all of us to rise like phoenixes and show that they, we, we are free. Anybody who's on this call, we, we are those boots on the ground like you like we, we we are in alignment with i mean this is a high vibration this is vibrational time and let's talk about um you're upgrading the vibration and 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 what you do with that because i just think it's so great and i love what you say um w w w something you said um this is the new frequency as part of the new era and you know, this is what we want to elaborate on, right? This is what we want to elevate. Yes. So, so let's talk about upgrading our vibration. And I think everybody in who is listening right now or listening to the replay is in. We want to be in. That's why we're still on this call. I'm getting goosebumps. I know when I get goosebumps, you guys know me. You are on the call. When I get goosebumps, we are onto something. So take up great our vibration right now. Give us a little taste of what that is. Well. Um, I've had a recent up-leveling to my skills, and some of you have already been able to notice it. Um, even when I, so when I talk, it's intentional, it's a transmission. I, I've learned this for a long time, and it's become increasingly more a conscious thing with me. But I'm, I, I'm realizing how much energy I move when I say something. And yesterday I was with a client, and I was saying something to her about her solar plexus, and it activated her solo, she could feel her solar plexus moving. I mean, that's intentional on my part. So please don't think you need me to be in a formal clearing and activation for you to receive clearing or activation. I don't wanna talk about a vibration upgrade. I do wanna do one. And it's starting now at an increased level. One of the things that clears on here and Claire and I talked about this because she's one of the, she's, you know, the main team member for vibrate lead team member for vibrational upgrade. Hi, um, Claire. And she's been fielding calls with the general, not the general public, but people who are attracted to vibrational upgrade for quite a few years now. And I remember at a point about last year, year and a half ago, where, and, and this took me a while to be able to admit that people are just lazy 
and they don't want to take action on their behalf. Now, I've been saying that easily when I talk about the ego mind and its typical behavior. And when people are faced with the ability to grow and evolve, the ego mind doesn't want to. It doesn't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> right? I've been aware of that dynamic and of the inherent love the ego mind has for status quo. And we don't get the new. The ego mind doesn't access the new. But it was this understanding that there was just this resistance in people. And then COVID. So it was longer than, uh, Claire, if you could help me with this timeline I'm doing here, was that conversation we had before or after COVID or during? I think it was during. Yeah, I think it was too. Um, and it was hard for me to admit this because I see the potential in people. I see, I mean, I see clearly when they're, you know, it's what I clear out of the blocks, but I, I see a certain way and I have this hope that is a part of my cellular structure for humanity's great part why I do the work I do, which started as protecting the environment and then moving to humanity as a more effective way to elevate consciousness and get the ultimate shift that will help the earth too. And then I learned what these times are about. So what I'm saying is increasingly I've seen in the last couple of months, like I was saying, let me back up. I was saying about COVID, you guys, because people, I was on interviews and people wanted me to talk about it and I didn't. Because I said, I've been talking about this since 2011, that 2012 was the marker and massive purging was going to happen for the first 10 years of 2012 to 2032. And so what I understood about COVID was not enough, like I've already said, not enough people had done clearing of their ego mind and their personality level selves and aligned with their higher selves. So then COVID became as big as it became. But even now, especially during this Lionsgate and before Lionsgate started, I've started to see astrologers, professional ones I trust, and I, I can see that I can trust reliably mm -hmm. through leaders, um, are talking about the need to take action, even under this full moon. And I avoided, I do sacred full moon and, and sacred new moon activations as a part of my first tier program, Activate Your Magic. And even today, it was in part of the full moon interpretations. I was going to include that in a clearing, but my people know that in Activate Your Magic, you know, like to take action on your own behalf. But one of the aspects that I did do was on behalf of the collective that one of the aspects under this full moon that's influencing everybody is a catalyst towards taking action that backs up your beliefs. And so I ran a clearing around helping people follow through their beliefs with more action to help solve, come up with the solutions for humanity. So I feel like there is this theme of like a hesitancy with taking action when you are guided to take it. And it's that dance between the, the, the guidance coming in or the inspiration of your heart saying, yes, do that. And then the, 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 the choosing of it, the actioning out of it, that's yin and yang in balance. And so here we are today and the fifth chakra is where we make our choices from. It's also our creative center. So we're creating our lives with our choices. So I'm all about this back of the house consciousness, which is about 95% of our daily consciousness not used. I see it as the st official stats. You guys have heard me, some of you have heard me say, this is about 15% of our daily choices are made from a conscious mind. Meaning when we meditate, we can hear the thoughts or during our day-to-day, -day, we can hear the thoughts, observe the thoughts. Official stats are 85% of what we're making our daily choices from. And I think it's from all the years of doing this work, 
I think it's closer to 95% of our daily choices are made from habit, unconsciously, yeah. subconsciously, from thoughts we never hear. So that means we're just repeating the past. And that's what the ego mind likes. I mean, I'm in Asia, I see a fruit, it's exotic. I rifle through my mind to get an understanding. What is that fruit? My mind, because it can only go based on what it knows, says, looks like something, you know, pear. Oh, and then it goes, I'm in Asia, Asian pear. And it names that exotic fruit now. So the ego mind, the mind, the intellect can only access the known. That's, the, that's its design. Yeah. So to build these new times is through the heart and, and through hearing your higher guidance and to get more of that guidance coming in and more accessible and more obvious and less subtle, the more and more we raise our vibrations and the more we practice uh, listening and then taking inspired action based on it, the more it comes in. I lead my life from that. It's yeah. a vertical life and then it's a horizontal um, manifest. So helping everybody to do that and especially not having people here in this community get tripped up by the anger and the frustration at how much and what the masses are doing. Yeah. Can, who cares? Right on. Right now, excuse my F-bomb, but really- No, like, it's love it, it. It takes your energy in a way and it leaks your energy. Yeah. And instead of keeping your vibration higher, saying focus on the positive creation, just like you were just saying earlier, I love these vibes, let's go high, let's keep yeah. with them. That's how we're gonna create this yeah. new era. It's not by being angry about what, we already know what's wrong. We already know what's needing fixing and we're in the process of fixing it just by raising our vibrations, connecting more, creating our lives more, making our everyday choices more from our higher self. The more of us doing that, the more it elevates the entire gig through the morphic field that we're all connected in. So you could be sitting at home, you could never go out and start your own business. You could have money coming in um, from whatever source you have money coming in. And what I'm saying is you're not out in the world offering anything obvious like I am, but just by raising your and being at home, you're doing, you're helping humanity. So it's no longer like you should, you shouldn't. It's just modeling. And then it's feeding the, the collective morphic field. It's done differently now. And so it's not our on our shoulders to fix somebody. It's not on our shoulders to go save somebody because everybody has to do it themselves now. That's one of, I guess it's the relationship between taking more action on your own behalf, taking responsibility for yourself because there's power there. And so yeah. in that is we are that model of saving and helping when the person isn't ready for it no longer works. So the, what will work for all of us is to keep going higher and keep being in our bodies as we go higher. And that means on the earth. And that means doing some movement that relates you to your lower body, your ass, your Mm -hmm. uh, private parts, your hips, your sacral area, your thighs. Yeah, everybody get up there and start moving around. Yeah, <laughs> I love your energy. Well, I think really good for the sacral movement too. Yeah, so, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I think the feminine resides in the sacral. So yeah. I do. I I feel like I want to, but just you take over for a minute um, or five, whatever you want to do. I I'm needing to hear, like, I mean, I could do it right now if you want me to, Donna, but I want to hear what will help everybody on this call the most for me to do a more formal clearing and activation. 
Okay, well, what I would like to do, because you said take five, maybe we'll just take one or two. And what I'd like to ask everybody, you just heard the ask from Dr. Allison, and she's going into a really deep space right now and offering us an opportunity. So I'd like you to, if anybody has something that they would like, a clearing or something that they would like, and while while it, things keep popping in, um, then, then then we'll get to that. So I want you all to think about that. What, what would really help you right now with a clearing with Dr. Allison? to raise our vibration, um, to bring us to that new frequency that um, is going to be part of your new era. And Donna, can I just interrupt for a second? Yes, yes. Please, thank you. I had a person reach out to me because she was only able to attend the first half of this. Yeah. Asked about uh, ringing in the ears. And if you look at what we've both been saying, it's um, a soul-infused era. That's not new news, but one of the sensations that's been happening for clients I've seen increasingly, it started around 2013, 14, is ringing in the ears. And what I understand about that is the more you're hearing your soul, and what, what does that mean? The more you're in a soul space, the more you're connected with your higher self or your soul, let's use it interchangeably, those two terms, there's like this silence that's loud. And it can almost be like a... Um, ringing in the ears or like a soft hum don't worry it's really really common and the sixth chakra is opening i mean all of us are so much more interconnected telepathy is much more online nowadays and a lot of it happens through here so there's like a lot of our all of our clear audience clairvoyance clairsentience skills are coming online more now and so part of what's happening is move into more of a soul-based era and open more in these vibrations that are much higher and much more soul opening, soul supportive um, is the ear ringing. I love that, beautiful. And I, I, you said soul a bunch of times right I there. Did. I don't normally use that word. And and well, well, I, I just wanted to add to that. And for, for, for those of you on the call who don't know much about me, I coined the word soul lution, S-O-U-L-U-T-I. Yeah, I heard that, that's great. So yeah, so it's about the solution and it kind of encapsulates everything we're, 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 we're talking about here, this upper vibration, this new way, this new frequency. And, and when, when I say a solution, you know, we're all old souls, right? And, and so a, a solution that aren't working. I mean, a solution to keep a kid quiet is put duct tape on their mouth and throw them in the closet. It just happened. They put that duct tape on our government, on all of the, the all of the systems that are out there that have been failing us. We're walking around with rolls of duct tape. But a solution takes the tape off. It looks at the root cause of the problem. And a solutionist is someone who works for the long-term benefit of humanity. They look like, am I living like the future matters when I do something? Does this, is this, is this choice I'm making a solution for my great, great, great ancestors who, who, uh, who are coming after me? Is this a solution? We, we so many times we just have these cravings like you were talking about earlier, or just these impulses and we do it and we do it because the media or the, the marketing or the messages that have created these negative vibrations and these bad habits that have instilled in us to be, become part of this contaminated consumptive behavior, which is creating so much animosity, so much separation from the haves and the have nots. And so when we look at a solution, we think about how does it just, how's it gonna affect all of not just humanity, but life kind 
those with vertebrae and without and four legs and two or none. That is a solution. And, and the soul is so important. And, and when, when we do, when I think of something like living like the future matters, when I say that, I always think to myself, and, and this is what I write about too, and, my, and, and this is why I feel like we have so much energy. You guys, we are definitely doing a retreat here on the big island. I think it'd be really good. Anyway. Um, Kauai too, we have to get include Kauai. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we have, all right. Um, I'm looking at Kauai. After we get off this call, I'm gonna guys, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna show you Kauai through my window. Um, but yeah, I think that you know, just how is every choice that we're making? When I think about how are we gonna raise the frequency, we think of how each one choice, everything we make, whether it's one bite at a time, one choice at a time, one action at a time, one spiritual choice at a time, one hug at a time. How is that going to improve everything from not just our souls, our personal selves, but from the soil to the soul, encompassing all of life kind? And so I just, um, I, I don't know if that was enough juice for you to come up with. You, I just see you rocking. I just feel your energy. I feel your, 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 I don't even want to say power because I don't like that word. And I don't even like the word warrior. Um, they're, they're, uh, for me, I try and stay away from those words. I, I look at passion and I look at wonder. And so I'm feeling that like just dripping off of you. So I would love for you to uh, leave us with some kind of final words and sharing, because I know you have a call promptly after this time and our time is going so fast. I just love you, Allison. I'm you digging this too, Donna. I don't say I love you easily because it just got worked out of me and in, in living in Asia for 10 years. And uh, I, don't, I don't flip it out there easily, but I show love. So um, I, I, anyway. <laughs> Listen, someone wrote a comment in here, Alan. I think it was continue to remember to stay centered in love. So, you know, you're back in America where the love, this is like, whoa we love you Allison it's okay love is word that's the most beautiful four-letter word I I know to say I, agree. I say love all the time I just the I love you sentence doesn't come as easily as it once did when I first lived in America um so thank you this is all about love and that's one of the other aspects to this uh full moon too is um opening up to more compassion and more love I do feel like in I mean choice is a musculature and I feel like some of what I've been helping people walk through is not putting so much pressure on themselves to make the perfect choice. Cause I feel like, you know, there's a lot of that. Like, it's just the right choice. Is this the best choice? It's just a musculature, make a choice, look, observe the outcome. If you dig the outcome, keep making choices like that or make the next choice like that. If you don't dig the outcome, okay, don't make another choice like that. I mean, obviously you're not stupid enough to make a choice that's gonna lead to a disaster or a catastrophe. Or maybe you are. Well, yeah, and if you do, well, hopefully it's only hurting yourself. Forgiveness. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like in this learning how to have more, how to relate to where our power is, which is inherent to our power to choose, um, not putting so much pressure on yourself for it to be the right choice, um, or even like, all right, I won't go any further down that route. I feel like I want to do this because I'm, I'm realizing one of the things I'm picking up on here is uh, the separation in the old school, I'm gonna call it old school, old paradigm, when I say old school, way of being spiritual, which is to be a minimalist. 
And the old way of being a conservationist, protecting the earth, is to be a minimalist. I'm not saying it's not. Please don't misunderstand. What I am saying is what if you could be affluent with minimalist impact? Oh, yeah. What if you could be affluent and be spiritual? What if you could be affluent and be a conservationist and then use your life and your money in a way that somebody with that kind of mindset would spend? So I feel like there's still a division between, there's still a discomfort with empathic people, with soft spiritual people, with money. And that like all of a sudden you're going to become greedy or you're going to become one of those bound people if you would have money. So there's that underlying definition of money is bad. Wealth is bad. Money leads. Money is the root of all evil. And you and I love how much you're saying, right, Donna, and you may already recognize like, yeah, this is I don't believe that anymore. But that conditioning in order to fit in, especially like in the spiritual community, like it's it's, it's strong conditioning. Yes. Um, the rejection of money, the, the rejection of having more than enough, the rejection of not struggling. I'm so, can I just, I just have to say like how I'm expecting you to come on in. <laughs> I, I mean, so, like, I'm doing this uh, on purpose for you, Donna. <laughs> you are, you're so tuned into me because I mean, th- that is exactly, I, the, the, the little chapter in my book that I was going to read to everybody at the beginning was, is called Money Mindset. And when I was 27, I was making so much money. Like I'm retired, right? Why retire when I can inspire is my motto. Why retire when I can inspire? So, but, but I mean, it is true, this money mindset. And then all of a sudden, you know, you just feel like you're going to be one of them, right? And I had to really, I, I didn't have someone like you to help me get through that. And that's why I choose, and I'm helping other people get through that. Yeah, you can be, you know, it's redefining what success and wealth is. Yes. And that's why teaching people how to be, I, I call them eco-entrepreneurs or, or eco-bohemian entrepreneurs. Nice. And how to use that money mindset. The more money I have, the more I have to give away. And I, I'm in the process of writing this book and it's called Five Figure Income. You know, everybody's trying to say, make six figure, seven figure, eight figure income. But I mean, anybody who's making more than $999.99, the rest is... If we distribute that, could you imagine if we gave that to humanitarian and environmental causes and in what a blessed, successful life we would have? So there isn't that that's that money mindset, right? And and I'm getting ready to launch a whole new program. And I have I think I've had this thing being retired for too long. And this is something why I called your office today and talked to Claire. I really need a session with you um, to do a breakthrough. Like, yeah, I'm ready. And I hope every single person who's on this call, because we don't have much time, please give us your email and we we or or sign up for some of the things that are in the chat because we have so much good stuff for you. See, All I right, said it. Usually you. I never do that. I never I do that on these calls. Never. And so let me let you know what's in alignment right now. What's coming okay. into alignment. If you look in the chat, y'all, this is a brand new announcement. It's a brand new offering. I don't normally offer stuff this way. And it wasn't going to be ready until tomorrow. It wasn't going to be ready for tonight, Donna, but the universe knew. Mm-hmm. And I already had this sense. And then it was clarified for me about I didn't know. I knew that you needed to. I knew it was for you while you were on that open the drawbridge call with Claire. Yeah. Uh, so this is another way to work with the same work I do in magic manifestation and money flow, but on a smaller scale in less time commitment and less financial commitment. And then more new work with the new frequencies, because this imba- I, I, I find it interesting, too, because I know that. There's a little bit of bargaining going on. Mm-hmm. When we talk to spiritual people, 
and we say, imagine all the good you could do with that money. Yeah. I also find like when I'm with, I won't do this a sidebar. So what I'm saying is, is that you alone aren't letting yourself value your comfort in your physical or financial well-being we need to cajole you into making it an okay thing for you to have more than enough by saying you can give it away to good causes so i just want you to look at that because that haves and have nots sarah it's created a lot of stuff and if you are a haver the person you be, and I know there's some of us on here who are havers. I mean, especially those of you who work with me all the way through my mastermind, right? So I know that it's not everybody is in lack at all. But that divide is so strong, the have and have nots and what it means to be wealthy and what it means to be spiritual. And that is one of the main things that's rebalancing and that needs rebalancing. So I feel like We've been, so you guys look at the chat because that's a new offering. Um, this is the first place I'm launching it, in fact. Oh, uh, no. I haven't, I haven't sent Full out. Full moon launch, big, big moon launch. Oh, yeah. Um, it, so some of this was a transmission. All of that about money was a transmission. I'm just listening to what would, with five minutes left right before I go into magic manifestation and money flow, my signature programs group call in five minutes see um, you do so good like like i need to you need to rub off on me i need to you just have to ask and, and you shall receive and sometimes all of us yeah, on this call, yeah. all, of, all of everybody who was on here i mean i'm sure we all do that most of us are women sorry alan kevin but you know we're we're the ones always always out there just what can i do for right. you to help you all right all right, you. I want to help. I want. I, I. On that note, what would it be like if you were to have more balance with your receiving and your giving as a woman and the beautiful men that are here right now too that are balanced more so in the divine masculine and the divine feminine. So I wonder what it would be like for you to as easily receive money as you give help. Anything and everything that doesn't allow for that to start to increase right now, would you be willing to burn up with the flames of transmutation? Yes. Hell yeah. Everybody come off speaker and say yes. 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 All the way yes. <laughs> all right, all right, mute, everybody mute. <laughs> Not you, Allison. Allison, you're on mute. Allison. <laughs> hey, Allison, I can't hear you. Oh Island. my, oh. I'm being, it's part of the clearing. <laughs> it's okay. Where's the duct tape? <laughs> no duct tape needed. So any and all of the traumas and their ensuing free floating thoughts that causes you to identify as a giver and block your receiving, especially when it comes to receiving money burning up all of those traumas and their free floating thoughts. Some really yucky energy there. Some really nasty traumas there. Wow. So any and all of the imprints from your parents and lineage, 
that are in any way causing you to block your ever increasing receiving of money and your ease and comfort with receiving more and more money as easily and if not even easier than you give and give help in particular, we're burning all those imprints up from your parents and lineage. All of the conditioning, burning it up. All of the karma as appropriate, particularly, but not limited to your financial karma. At all levels of uh, consciousness, all your beliefs, your storylines, your conclusions, your expectations, your projections, your judgments, your rationalizations, your justifications, at any and all levels of consciousness that's in any way hindering or limiting or restricting you from receiving more and more money and having total ease and comfort with receiving money, even more comfortable than you are giving help, burning all of those up and then across all timelines and lifetimes, all contracts, oaths and vows, Bring anything and everything up as appropriate for your highest and best that's in any way hindering or limiting or restricting your receiving capacities from increasing progressively, particularly around receiving money, that you get increasingly comfortable with receiving money, as comfortable if not more so than you are giving, burning up anything and everything that doesn't allow for that. you may be perceiving some stuff happening around your shoulder blades, around the backs of your necks, front of your clavicle area, upper belly. We're gonna activate the upgrade now. So any and all latent keys and codes within you, including but not limited to your abundance codes, your prosperity codes, your wealth codes, your affluence codes. And any and all inherent talents or ancient wisdom within you. And any and all blessings. support possible to bring this all into alignment for your highest potential and your highest possibilities to become physically realized activating the upgrade now Okay, I have to go to my magic manifestation and money flow call.
I'd love to hear just a few reactions or responses to see what people were perceiving out there, please, before I go. Anybody who wants to come up? I'll say, say right now, I'm, I am definitely aligned with my soul passion and purpose more than ever. And anybody else who wants to either write in the chat or have something to say. Um, You're welcome, Elizabeth. It's been my honor. I always love doing money blessings with you around, Elizabeth. You're a great receiver of it. Good, Colleen. Hi, Shelly. <laughs> Glad to see you were here. Claudia, lovely, strong, huge vibrations. Is that um, my cloud, my vibration upgrade practitioner from Germany? <laughs> I was hoping it was you. Okay, I'm gonna run y'all. Come play more, Donna. I look forward to more with you too. Blessing yeah. to all. This is so great. Thank you so much, Dr. Allison. It was such a pleasure, pleasure. And everybody who wants to stay on and um, ask any questions or do a garden tour, we are going to end this live call now. And I'd love to just um, thank you all so, so much for joining me and Dr. Allison for this um, beautiful rising, hiring our vibration.